Hey listeners, what's going on? Welcome to the season finale of season one of the Sound of a Crowd podcast. If this is your first time listening, welcome. Uh, this is the show where we chat with colourful creatives and entrepreneurs from a Ghanaian background, all of a special interest to the culture or interest, bringing you one step closer to Accra, wherever you are on the face of the planet. I go by the name of Adrian Daniels and I'll be your host today. In today's episode, we are going to be talking with Etna Minta. Uh, she's an actress and a performing artist and we're going to be talking about the purpose-driven plays, short movies that she's got herself involved in. Very interesting podcast this one. You're going to learn a little bit more about her interest and background as well. Once again, you can get the show notes for this episode by going on to thesoundofacrowd.com. I've got some announcements at the end, so I'll catch you on the other side. Take care. Enjoy. Hey everyone, I just want to welcome Etanam to the show. Etanam, how are you Hello. feeling? Hello. Hi everyone. Hi Adrian. I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for coming on board. Oh, thank Did you I pronounce for you? You're welcome. <laughs> You're very welcome. Did I pronounce your name right? Yeah, I mean, it's slightly different from the way my mum says. She says Etonam, but... Etonam, that's it. That's it. That's it. Bring it out. This is the sound of a crowd, baby. Bring that accent out. That's how she says it. Bring that accent out. The way you said it is absolutely perfect, so... (laughs) Yeah, and that's the thing with uh, Ghanaian names. Um, You know you have the, you you know, the the, the days of the week, right? Yeah, yeah, I know it's not one of those names, but do you know actually what your name means? Yeah, so... Mine, so I'm originally from um, the Volta region, so the Ewe tribe. Um, so Etanam means God has answered my prayers. So how that my mum mm. gave me that name or my mum and dad gave me that name is, so my mum always said she wanted her firstborn to be a girl and I'm really? my mum's firstborn. So when she saw me, she was like, oh my gosh, God has answered my prayers. So she <laughs> named me Etanam, which means God has answered my prayers. So yeah. That's that's a powerful story. Thanks for sharing that. That's all right. And um. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful name. Shout out to Volta Region. Um, I, I've only been there like once or twice, but I love it when it's I go beautiful. up there. It's beautiful. It's yeah, one yeah. of my favorite places in Ghana to to go to. It's so beautiful, like mm. the landscape, the people, the food, everything. It's just beautiful. I know, right? Have you have you been on that cruise? You know the the, on the, the cruise around the, the across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, did, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember one of my earliest life memories. So I think probably when I was four was the first time I did it, and I have flashbacks mm-hmm. of of that moment where when um, we were on the boat, and then um, a few years ago, um, as a family, we did it as again just to yeah just to kind of refresh our memories and stuff and then when we um got to the bridge I don't know if you if you had this opportunity when you get to the bridge you can stop and like buy food Mm. from you know all the local salespeople so we stopped walked over the bridge like take pictures on the bridge and then we carried on Mm. going it's yeah it's really beautiful yeah Yeah, such an experience very scenic place um I think the cruise that I did it takes you to this little island but um Uh, is it Ada? Is the island called Ada where you can like do like jet skiing and is it that? No, no, no. It, like... it was something else. It was something, uh... it was quite a while ago, but it was something else. Like at that time, I can't remember when I actually did this cruise, but I think it was definitely a while back. But at that time, um, there was like an island full of people that didn't have a lot and um... you just saw a lot of people begging. It was quite an yeah. emotional experience. Yeah. But I know Ada, I'm still yet to go. I think they got a quite aqua safari. Yeah, they do. And... It's funny. I still need to go. <laughs> this is this is a tr- I promise you this is a true story. So 2014, 
Um, uh-huh. I went to Ghana with some friends and we went to, so we went to visit my grandparents um, who live in Hover, which is in the Volta region. And on the way uh-huh. back, we were meant to go to Adar, but because it was late in the day, we didn't have time to stop over. And that was the day that Castro was there and disappeared no yeah oh he's the guy that ended up dying right yeah yeah so he was he was jet skiing so we were planning on going jet skiing but it's just because the Mm. day it got really dark really really quickly that we couldn't go and then the next day we woke woke up and we were like oh you know but we saw that oh castro was that and we're like oh we missed castro and then next day you wake up and it's like oh castro's you know we don't know where he is mad yeah. that's that's a madness um, yeah. i've heard a lot of mysterious stories um regarding people you know being around water especially late at night yeah, something yeah. i guess there's something maybe mystical yeah, yeah, yeah. Goes, goes on but yeah. hey that's that's for another show <laughs> another show i <laughs> <laughs> <A> digress story <laughs> yeah so um yeah, thanks for uh, coming on board Etonam, um, you're on the final season. Sorry, you're on the final episode of The Sound of Accra. This is the oh, season wow. finale. I feel, um, I feel so... honoured that, you know, final <laughs> left the best to last. Yeah, you could say that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> because the, the, you got a lot of competition. But, yeah. I mean, you, you, can, you can say that. <laughs> yeah, so um, thanks for coming on board. Um, just wanted to see, wanted you to share a little bit about yourself. Um, let the listeners know a little bit more about Etanam mm. just before we get into the meat of the show. Yeah, sure. So I'm Etanam, as um, Adrian's already said. I'm 26 years of age. Um, I'm originally from Ghana, the Volta region. Um, yeah, I'm a very, very proud Ghanaian. Everything about me <laughs> is Ghanaian. I'm always shouting Ghana from the rooftops. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I love drama and performing arts. Um, that's kind mm. of what I do as my side hustle. Um, mm. But, you know, my day job is working in operations and finance. So I studied accounting and finance at university um, with Chinese studies. And then, yeah, now I'm kind of just here, one foot in the creative industry, one foot in the corporate industry, just trying to navigate myself through life. You know, while I was loving like Jesus that. at the same time. So, yeah. I love that. I love that. I love that. You know, um, I can relate to you being one foot in the creative industry, mm. one foot in the corporate industry. Yeah. Um, my degree was music technology and business management. You know, really? So, wow. Yeah. So like I had, together. you know, yeah, it was crazy because obviously I think one part of me wanted to please the parents, one part of me wanted yeah. to kind of, you know, please myself and, yeah. you know, go pursue music. But, you know, things turned out differently and, yeah. you know, everything happens for a reason, exactly. I guess, sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. So um, just so that you guys know, um, Etanam actually made an appearance on my 30th birthday last year, actually. And I think that's the first time uh, I met Etanam. <laughs> and now she's in my podcast, you know. So yeah. it's, it's things how things happen. It's funny how things happen. And it's quite a small world. Yeah. Mm. I just saw, yeah. I just saw... I just saw you someone put a post up saying, you know, on the guest list saying they're looking for um, you know, Ghanaian creative to to appear on the podcast. And I was like, hold on. <laughs> Do I know this person? <laughs> Do I know this person? And I was like, hold yeah. on. I just connected you with on LinkedIn. And I was like, That wow. was so weird because it was the so same weird. day, right? Yeah. That was the same day. We connected on LinkedIn. I saw your post because um you, you made an appearance on the Cardian magazine, right? Yeah, yeah, I did. So um mm. so that came up probably at, probably a couple of days before I think maybe mm. a couple of days before you saw it and then we connected mm. on LinkedIn and then I was on you know just going through my emails looking at the guest list and I saw your um you know your ask for someone to come on your podcast I was like wow 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe in coincidences, but you know, that was, you know, that was cool. Yeah, I like that. I like <laughs> that. You're not believing in coincidences. I believe that to an extent, but mm. yeah, I believe it to an but extent. There's, I feel there's it's... contributing factors, I think. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. I definitely agree yeah. with you on that one. So yeah, um, t- tell the audience about Acadia Magazine, actually, um, for those that don't know. Yeah, so um, Acadia Magazine um, is, in a mag- is a magazine um, you know, for Ghanaian diaspora across um, the whole of the world. So at the moment, they are doing mm-hmm. a special feature on individuals who live in different countries. So they're trying to find um, a Ghanaian individual in every single country across the whole of the world. Um, mm. So I was, you know, one of the people they contacted um, or reached out to for the UK's one. So I featured for the UK's one, but I know they've got people in Japan. They've got people who are living in China. Mm. They've got people um, living in South Korea, in South America, yeah. South Africa, yeah. like all over. Um, and they're just trying to, you know, <laughs> like just share the stories of people, yeah, who, who you know, they're Ghanaians, but they've lived all over. And then because I lived in China for a bit, it kind of made sense to mm. kind of give a bit of a spin on my life in China, give a bit of a spin on my life in the UK. And then also, you know, what it's like for me when I go back home, which lovely, is Ghana. Lovely. <laughs> Amen. I love that. <laughs> still trying to, even though you've been to China, in England, you're still trying to stay true to Ghana. Like yeah, of, of course. I have to. You know, yeah. the foods, the lifestyle, the sun everything mm. just makes me you know just say yeah Ghana is just it's just it's just where it's at I just yeah it's where it's at and it's, <laughs> it's trending it's, it's trending now at the same time so exactly kind of, that's everything yeah exactly. it really does yeah well thanks for breaking that down I will make sure we'll have that in the show notes and um what what sent you out to, to China what, what made you go out there so I so I like I said before I studied accounts and finance um, for contemporary Chinese um, at university. So I went to University of Nottingham, um, mm-hmm. and when I got to um, when I got to university, I was looking for something to kind of add on to my degree because you know when you go to uni and you hear this whole like oh my gosh the graduate market is really really difficult and you need to stand out and you need to do um all these different societies and do all these random things to make you stand out because there's so many graduates um (laughs) so I was like okay what can I do to help me kind of boost my chances in terms of you know the job application when I'm going into the world of work um so there was opportunity to study my degree with Mandarin um and then at the time, oh. I so I just thought I would be studying Mandarin. I didn't know that was then opening the opportunity for me to actually go and live in China. So wow. I think I probably got to about November of my first year of <laughs> university. And then I start getting emails saying, oh, now time to start getting your vaccinations and start sorting out your visa and what mm. accommodation do you want to book for China? I said, I'm, <laughs> why are you sending me this? I'm not going to China. So then I was invited to a meeting and I kept ignoring them. Then they were like, oh, you haven't attended any of the meetings. I was like, oh, okay, fine. So I went to one and then the lady was like, oh, yeah, you'll be going to China next September. And I just went, wow. Okay, fine. <laughs> fine. The flow. So I'll, just go, I'll just go with the flow. And yeah, so I, yeah, I just thought, okay, why not? Let's, yeah, let's just, let's see it. It's an adventure. Why not? London and England is, you know, it's cool, like it, but it'll always be there for me. So, whereas China, I don't know when I'm going to get this opportunity again. And mm. um, so, yeah, September 2013, I jumped on a plane um, to a place called Ningbo, which is two hours away from Shanghai. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, in the Zhejiang province. 2013. Wow, yeah, 2013. Yeah. So, jumped on a plane, went to China, stayed there for nine to 10 months, and had, yeah, had an adventure that I would never, ever forget. <laughs> 
Ah, that sounds wonderful. And you're you're like how old? At the time, I was nineteen. Nineteen. Okay, that's not too yeah, bad then. Nineteen. Yeah. That's that's not too bad. And I know um, some Ghanaian parents. You know, sometimes they can be a bit like, "What are you doing? Where are you going?" Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. You know, what's your family usually like? Are they kind of like they're they're, they're relaxed, they're reserved? Yes, I think. I think they didn't really understand that I was going. And then mm-hmm. my mum, so, I, you know, I kind of just said it in in a passing conversation. One time I called home and I was like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm going to China. And they were like, okay. Um, <laughs> and what? Then, <laughs> it was very kind of like, oh. it, was, it was just, okay, fine. Um, and then I, I came home, I think, for just, yeah, for a weekend. And I was in the kitchen with my mum and I was like, oh, you know, I'm, you know, going to China. And she's like, oh, okay, you know, you know, it's different. And how do you feel mm. about the language and all that kind of stuff? And I was mm. like, I think I'm okay. I'll be fine. I'll survive. And then she kind of warmed <laughs> and she warmed up to the idea and she came to visit me. And yeah, she she really appreciated the journey um, that I had in China because that's when I became saved. So, um, wow. yeah. In China? <laughs> in China, in an underground church. Okay. But anyway, um, so wow. yeah, she really appreciates the fact that God gave me that opportunity. In hindsight, she was like, mm. what? But afterwards she was like oh that's amazing so yeah mm. wow that's powerful so you know that's that's where you f- first had a faith encounter yeah in china mm. wow wow that's amazing the place that I you would god. not expect you would not expect god to be is where god <laughs> in that's the valley it. yeah <laughs> that's it that's it man you can't hide from him man no, <laughs> he's no, everywhere it man. doesn't matter where you go you can you know try and go to mars you could try and go to you know out of Mongolia. you can try and go to anywhere but he will find you <laughs> like the story of Jonah, you can run, but you can't hide. Exactly, man. exactly. Hide. That is it. That is I it. That. Awesome. So, um, we're going to talk a little bit more about Etonam's Et- faith, um, a bit later on the podcast. Um, now you mentioned that you, you know, you, you know, you you studied or you you had an interest in in the performing arts, right? Mm. So. How did I, yeah, what made how, you get into that? How do I get into performing arts and and yeah. in particular, I'd probably say drama. My the one that I focus on is drama and, and theatre. Um, mm. so as a child, I was a bit strange. So my mum, um, she put me in um drama classes just to yeah, just to kind of bring me out of my shell because I was very very um very very quiet, very very shy, mm. um, didn't really have many friends, um, mm. and so you know, one of her friends suggested, maybe you should think about like sending her to like a drama class where she doesn't know anyone there and they kind of just <laughs> throw scenarios at you that you have to kind of, you know, pretend to be someone else and see how she, she does with that. Um, and it just, and it just turned out that I had a natural flair for it. It was, it was a God given gift. Um, and so I would, you know, I would just, I'll be able to do this. They would throw me this scenario. I'll be able to do this. I'll be able to do that. <laughs> so it kind of, it, and then it, it made me more confident. So I would do like, you know, school plays and my performing group, my performing arts group, I would do plays for them and showcases. So I did that probably about until the age of, so I started around the age eight, eight, nine. And I, mm. I stopped kind of focusing all my energy um, on drama when I was about okay. 15. And that was okay. mainly because my dad's like, I think you need to start focusing on your, your GCSEs and taking your academic <laughs> a lot more seriously because I don't know where this, hey. this drama thing is going to take you kind of thing. Um, That's it, typical Ghanaian. <laughs> typical Ghanaian. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so I kind of stopped, um, yeah, stopped 
you know, paying attention to it. And I kind of, yeah, I just, yeah, stopped, stopped doing it. And focusing They're out on here it. killing our dreams, yo. They're out uh, here killing our uh, dreams. It's, it's, a, it's a sad <laughs> life, but it's okay. <laughs> I will share how I've got to where I am today. Um, That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, 15, 16, 17, 18, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, came and I was just kind of, yeah, not really, yeah, just focusing my energy on, on my academics. Um, so during my first year, even though I wasn't really um, that strong in my faith, I joined... Um, a youth group a christian youth group called radical youth and they had different ministries um so they had you know a singing ministry they had a a music one i think they had a sports one they had a dance one and they also had a drama one so i joined their drama group and that's when i started to really understand how god can use even though i didn't really understand it but i i started using my gift to to honor god in terms of you know drama and stuff yeah. So I would, you know, rehearse with these guys and 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 do different like ministry um, ministerial um, performances at church performances mm-hmm. or different um, kind of Christian events for the year. Yeah. And then yeah. so yeah, I was doing I was doing that kind of on and off um, all throughout my university life. And then when I finished my degree, so when I finished my masters, actually, I started working um, in in the financial sector, and I just felt there must be more to life than working the gym and church this the can't gym. be it the like gym the way you sandwich the gym <laughs> i was like this can't be it i can't like yeah i just thought this this is not it this can't be it there must be more mm. um mm. so one of my one of my very very close friends she created a group chat um to just um empower ladies and females um during that with their faith um during troubling mm-hmm. times so we you know I was in a massive group chat with loads of um women who are just you know div- you know trying to understand their faith and trying to get closer to god and and you know one just built just in a community um of christian women and one mm-hmm. girl posted in there um a casting call for a play um mm-hmm. so a christian play and i just thought oh yeah you know casting for a christian play um yeah inquire to this email you find out um find out more details so I sent um an email to the lady who was the director but I didn't get a response what I thought I didn't get a response it was in the junk it was in my junk mail (laughs) so she had sent me all the details for auditions on the Saturday but I was in some far like countryside place for work training it was where was it in the Cotswolds Morton in Marsh that's like towards Gloucester side um and so she sent me an email like saying you know send it she was sending me emails sending me emails sending me emails like we've got auditions coming up on Saturday and I'm not picking up these emails (laughs) so and bearing in mind this this place is you know far like very very Mm. far and Mm. the phone signal doesn't work there's no phone signal how far is that how far are we talking it's probably like three hours maybe from from London Mm. So we're talking it's about are we talking like Bristol? Are we talking yeah, like more like past Birmingham? It's, it's on the on way, way to way Bristol. Bristol. Yeah, that that way over. So like, wow, it's that's west. dedication. It's like on your that's way dedication. to Wales. I know. I mean, it was by force. It was you know, if if I didn't right. go, I would have failed my my graduate program. So I had to go anyway. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> so um, so yeah, well, I was just outside trying to get some fresh air from the training course, mm. and. I just hear my, my phone's ringing I, and I happen to just take my phone and this this lady calls me and she's like oh I've been trying to contact you about um auditions are you interested and I was like I haven't seen anything and she's like oh like check your junk so I go through my junk and I just see like emails upon emails upon emails um so she's like oh you know we've got auditions today at four o'clock and it's one o'clock and I'm in Morton and Marsh so I like mm. lord forgive me for this I went into the training <laughs> and I was like 
oh, you know, I don't feel very well. I've got, you know, I've got a headache. I'm starting to feel crazy. I just, I, I can't be here anymore. Uh, <laughs> um, so he was, like, he was like, yeah, okay, you can go home. He, he was like, yeah, that's fine. So, yeah, I got on the train to London and went down to London Bridge and, yeah, read, like, and I'm, like, reading the audition notes. Bear in mind, I haven't, like, learned the audition. I haven't learned the script. Yeah. So I turned up at the audition <laughs> and I just, yeah, I just auditioned for random parts. Um, yeah, and she was like, oh, okay. I think she thought I was a bit strange. Like when I walked in, just this girl was weird. Um, then she calls me a few days afterwards, and she's like, "I would like to give you um a different role to the role you've auditioned for." Mm, like, okay, happens, right? So it yeah, which is yeah, it always happens like that. So <laughs> the parts that I auditioned for were three, like there were three different characters. Um, mm-hmm. it was either to play the devil or the evil spirit like a young a young female or yeah or either two of one of the um young females and she calls mm. me and she's like oh i'd like you to play the holy spirit i was like <laughs> i was like why yo that's like, a role why? <laughs> why would you do that i said like, oh i don't know i just feel god telling me to 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 allow you to do that part and i was like why it's like oh she can't you know she doesn't know she just she just feels an urge I was like, okay, I'll I'll try it, but we'll you know we'll see we'll see how it goes, kind of thing. Um, so yeah, started going to rehearsals, and and as rehearsals went on, so rehearsals started in February, and the show was in May, and we're just you wow. know going for auditions, and as yeah, as we're going for audition, we just see that God is you're using me and just helping me kind of like mold my craft and develop and get more confident with mm. it, and then we we did um the performance in May 2017, and. Mm-hmm. It, it was kind of like the it was that's when I realized that the Holy Spirit is within me and he's he's going to use my talent to to win souls mm. and bring people towards him so mm. through my through my role um that I played there were so many people who gave their life to Christ on that night wow. um no way. which is when I that's when I it really kind of solidified to me that this is this is a lot bigger than just something that I like doing it's a lot bigger than um you know something that I'm good at it's it's a it's a god given ministry and and that's where i am where i am today so yeah wow that's a that's quite a story that's quite a story and uh, going back to the sicky you kind of pulled i think we've all been there um i remember one i remember one really good example at university where i was in the most boring music lecture of yeah. all time i happened to have a app on my phone where I can literally make my phone ring at any time I want. So I set a really embarrassing ringtone to go off and I used it as an excuse to walk out of the lecture oh, and I never came back. <laughs> <laughs> so we all Did been the there. Kind of I know. Did the yeah. lecturer ask you, like, you know, what happened? Nope. Maybe the next time I, w- I saw him at a lecture, he probably asked me, but hey, it was cool. Yeah. Yeah, I still did well anyway. <laughs> That year. I still That's got fine. my 2-1 exactly. I mean, so it was fine, you did well so. <laughs> yeah ladies and gentlemen we're not advising you to, to do what yeah, you've done in the past do please be honest yeah. and authentic yeah. in life but still chase your dreams still mm. chase your dreams amen okay. <laughs> still chase your dreams <laughs> yeah great so um, so that was really an interesting story about how you know you had an opportunity come up and then obviously you, you applied for one role but then they wanted to give you another role. Mm. What kind of like how did it how did it come out in the end? Like when you did that performance, mm. were you comfortable? Were you comfortable with it? Sure, I, I would I would be honest. So during rehearsals, 
we so we would be in rehearsals and the director she'd be like I need you to give me more I need you to give me more give me more give me more like just yeah. let go and I'd be like I don't have any more to give I don't have any more to give that's what you say though <laughs> and that's what I that's say. what you all say that's what I was saying in rehearsals yeah and then when we when we um did the performance the first ever time we did it, so the the play actually went on tour afterwards mm. um the mm. first time I did it and I remember like one scene and just coming off and having goosebumps and the like the cast and I we all just kind of ran off and we were all just like so like overwhelmed with how powerful the scene was so I was feeling weird about it but then God was doing something bigger so even though I'm like okay. oh, I don't really want to do this or like I don't think I'm good enough to do it God was doing something much more powerful than I could ever imagine so yeah so it was still a win, even though it wasn't your kind of um, your preferred role. It was still a win at the end of the day because yeah. obviously it had a had an outcome that everybody was going for at the end of yeah, the day. Exactly. So yeah, it was it was good. It was good in the end, even though I was a bit anti. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Etanam, what tips would you give for people? Where I mean, I'm no I'm no by means an actor or you know, some kind of theatrist or anything like that. Mm. Um, what, kind, what kind of tips would you give for those that are maybe acting and they get they go for, they go for an audition for one role, mm. but then they get given another role? Yeah. Uh, but, but then if they take the other role, they're guaranteed, you know, a, a role oh. in, that, in, that, in that particular production. Yeah. What tips would you, would you give for people that have to take on that kind of responsibility? I would probably say, I think, and I'll say this because I'm still kind of navigating myself in the industry and I'm still learning. Um, and so I'm yeah. not an expert, but this is just something that I've learned along the way. I think any opportunity is a good opportunity as long as it's mm-hmm. not kind of time consuming or it's not detrimental to your health. Um, mm. I think it's always good to have a conversation about, um, you know, why you didn't get that role and why they thought you were more suited for the other role. Because mm. I think when they're casting the, um, the directors and the producers and the people who are on the audition panel, they see things a lot differently than you do. You kind of, yeah. you kind of see it the way you've perceived the character, whereas they may perceive the character so much different from the way you have. They may see something in you. They may see like something better in yourself because sometimes we undersell ourselves, um, mm, which, which, is, which, which has been, you know, things that I've done in the past where I undersell myself. And then they're like, no, but we think you could do this. And you're like, no, so I would say, you know, yeah, ask you speak to speak to the um the I guess the audition panel about um you know what they see in you and why they didn't give you that part. I would say, mm. you know, kind of always when you do go to opportunities, always learn, always use it as an, a learning experience rather than using it as a means to an end. Always think of it as a I'm learning from this and it's a process and I'm on a journey because I think sometimes we're very short sighted and we want the amazing thing right now. We want that you know that kind of that opportunity to be in the limelight and sometimes it's not Mm. about being in in the limelight sometimes it's just about being you know in the process and working with super talented actors and um and and casting your casting directors or producers and um directors who will teach Mm -hmm. you something that when you go into your next role or you go to your next audition you will then Mm -hmm. smash it and get the role that you want that's that's it that's it um i really like the um the tips you gave and i get 
I guess it's a little bit like applying for a traditional job a little mm. bit. Maybe yeah, yeah. maybe you apply for a job and a recruiter comes back to you and say you didn't get it. And mm. then you go back to them and say, Can you share feedback on why? Yeah. And then you just you'll just take that um constructive critique and just use that to kind of improve yourself and yeah. apply for another one. Exactly. So I guess there's some some similarities in those two domains. Yeah. Okay. Uh tell us about the countdown. So 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 the um the play you're talking about where um obviously you you kind of skipped job to kind of get this role <laughs> that was that was was that married to christ i was married to christ yeah. okay cool and then um it was the countdown was that your second play after that yeah so after that oh, so yeah. i did loads of random kind of short films and yeah random mm. stuff like that and then mm. the next kind of play that i did um was called the countdown um okay. so this was about you know without giving too much spoilers about what the play is about is about okay. you know how we have one choice and and we have one answer to our you know the question on the choice and the that answer is Jesus um okay. and it's just you know just showing how for um young people in the world how they kind of navigate their ways you know different paths through the world and and how their family um circumstance kind of yeah how their family circumstances kind of impacts how they behave to different things how they interact with their friends um mm. you know the choices they make um and yeah and, and what you know what it, what it means to kind of have Jesus in our lives in 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 a way that makes sense to reality okay okay and what 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 kind of role did you play in this one so this so this role i played um a young girl called um Keisha um mm. where she yeah she had she had some troubles in life she, she was on a journey um yeah. and something yeah terrible happens to her and it, and it just shows how how she you know the trouble the the challenges that she has which mm-hmm. force her into an environment or in into a mindset that make her make certain choices which yeah. have a negative effect on her and how she kind mm. of processes that and how she navigates her, her herself out of of that situation and, okay. actually, and, and kind of like the beginning of her healing process as well mm, okay so it's a character where they're going through a, a rough time mm. and you know they're, they're battling a few things mentally but then they they end up coming out in a better place than they were before right in yeah i would say so and i think that's more because of keisha's friend so she has um a best friend called sandra who yeah who he kind of is on the straight and narrow she loves jesus um and so that friend god uses that friend to to kind of help her because she goes through something awful like really really mm-hmm. bad um mm-hmm. and sandra the, you know the key of sandra or the main part of sandra is to help her you know she in her pain and in her despair and and hurt and all that kind of negativity and destruction that she's feeling sandra mm. helps her acknowledge that jesus is is the way the truth and the life lovely yeah nice nice so it's, it's one of those uh productions where you've got someone who who's a little troubled and then they have a good influence that comes along in their life or maybe is in their life and then mm. eventually you know things start to work out for them yeah exactly yeah that's yeah gotcha. sandra yeah <laughs> Gotcha, gotcha. So, so these are some quite unique um, productions you've been you've been involved in. Mm. So, um, I'm sure you've been in, been involved in quite a number of them now. Yeah. So, mm. 
after that, I did a small production called Ya, where um, which was about Ya Santawa. Um, mm, so, okay, so now we're going to now we're going back to GH now, yeah. Now we've gone back to Ya. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I so I played Ya Santawa's house up, very random. Um, so I played a house up in a small, <laughs> <laughs> very like a village girl in a very very small production. So I did that. Yeah. I then okay. did some um, some other short films. Um, yeah, and plays. Yeah, some just some other random kind of like church based plays um and okay. films and then i started kind of writing my own series um which i'll mm. be releasing soon um mm. and then yeah so then after that and then i took a bit of a break so we yeah i took a bit of a break towards the end of 2018 into 2019 and then 2019 mm-hmm. um i started um i was casted for another play called kemi from the block um yeah. which was it, which was meant to be showcased on the 30th of march this year but Alas, yeah. COVID has put a halt. Um, I think we have this conversation all the time. I guess something will have to bring up that word. Yeah. You know. So yeah, COVID happened. Um, so yeah, that, was, that was the next. That was the thing that I was working on this year, as well as another yeah. play called Lost. Um, so that was mm. another Christian play. Um, okay. Which is about you know showing the you know how as human beings Jesus is is the answer, but we don't know that, and how how can we how do people around us influence us to know that Jesus is the way true in life? Um, so that was mm. another day that I was working on, but again, COVID yeah. has delayed that one. <laughs> um, and then this year was, this year I was meant to be involved in my first ever um, feature film um, mm. with a friend. So yeah, okay. but that we're going, we're going back, that's going into production um, in August. So that nice. will be, so we'll be working on that very, very shortly. And then awesome. um, towards the end of the year, I'll be, another, I'll be in another short um, film again we that's starting um production i think in september yeah i think september okay. that's starting so this year mm. was meant to be a busy year but you know it's <laughs> yeah that's well it still sounds like a busy year for you yeah. um, i'm sure i'm sure we're gonna see you in imdb soon oh i hope so that is <laughs> I, I pray so that will be that will be yeah That'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you can I think to be honest, I think you can create your own account actually. Yeah, you can, yeah. Um yeah. so you can create your own account, but then no one really like looking. No, at who it. cares? <laughs> You're just doing it for your own your yeah, own I'm good, yeah. Your own your own grace. And I don't think it's free to create it, so yeah. Ah, okay. I think I think you hmm. I think um casting agents tend to or um direct directors tend to create it themselves, so you might as well wait oh. for else to for you. Then you don't have to pay for it. So yeah, that's 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 a good idea. Like <laughs> that's a little tip for the for the actors out there. Exactly. And shout out to all the actors. Um, if you're listening, um, I know it's uh, I know it's a tough grind. Yeah, actors, theatrists. <laughs> I, I don't even know the word, but anyway, <laughs> all of you guys in the media and the arts, you know, performing arts is. is it's not an easy grind, but it's rewarding once you, exactly. you know, once you make it through, once you have a breakthrough. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So hundred percent keep going people. I'm not in that industry, but just keep going. I've got friends who have kind of blown, blown up in the industry. I you know I went to see someone's performance, um, last year in, um, where was it again? Where, um, where is, um, what's this place called? Harrods, you know where Harrods and everything is? Knightsbridge. Knightsbridge, that's it. Yeah. So one of my friends had a production around there. Oh wow. I, I think it was was it Macbeth or something? I can't remember. Oh, yeah. It was like a it was like the um street version of Macbeth or something. Oh, I can't remember the name of the play. It. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember the name of the play. Um oh, but shout out to Ricardo. Shout out to Ricardo. I think Hi, he was Ricardo. Playing, she was playing a massive um 
role in that in that play and um i think he's got quite a following now he's got oh, quite a following cool. on, on social media yeah so people can make it through but exactly. you know i guess before they blow up obviously there's a few shows they have to go through usually hard yeah. work beforehand which yeah. is important to know that you know you just have to keep if you're passionate about it you have to keep going because it's a rough and tough journey um until mm. you get to the top mm. so keep at it absolutely so it sounds like you've got, you know, quite a bit in the pipeline. Um, just to ask you, Etadam, so obviously it seems like there's a common theme here. You, you're involved in quite a number of kind of faith-based plays, mm. productions, etc. Um, I think I've spotted, I think I spotted in one of the um, the productions, one of my friends, Aaron. Mm, Aaron yeah. One of the, yeah. So um, how big is the um, the faith-based kind of like, industry in terms of like theater you know short films yeah you know, is, is is the industry kind of quite close-knit and um do you get kind of and and because of that i just want to add to that and because of that do you get kind of like uh different challenges you know are they kind of like outbreaks and disagreements and stuff as a result of that is there any challenges any encounters that you that, you, that you've come come across yeah does, does that make sense yeah no it makes sense um so what i would say is i think the christian actors circle in london i've noticed is very very small um mm. it it it's big in the sense that there's loads of amazing actors in it um yeah. but it's kind of like everyone's interlinked so you meet mm. you meet loads of different people and you realize that oh my gosh you know this person and you know when you're doing mm. the instagram swap over like oh let me follow you on instagram he's like oh you've got mutual <laughs> friends so there's a lot there's a lot of kind of like everyone kind of yeah. waving with each other um yeah in terms of some of the, yeah, some of the challenges that I think we face, so I think one of the things that I've noticed in terms of when we were on tour with Married to Christ, um, mm-hmm. one of the things that we were trying to um, preempt is because we would have a Q&A session, um, some people would just come to not necessarily cause trouble, but would ask you questions that they know they might not like the answer to. Um, mm. So. I think one of the things that Christian actors always get asked is, yeah. you know, how do you feel about swearing? How do you think about, how do you feel about um, sexual scenes? How do you think about things in the Bible, which, um, you know, God is, God is kind of, you know, had a very, very stern hand on, uh, or, you know, has said that he's been very, very clear, um, you know, in, in his objections with certain things and, and, you know, you get thrown the question of, yeah, but, you know, we're in 2020. Um, yeah. And so, you know, it's about using your integrity. It's about, um, it's about praying, also praying about, praying about the challenges that you'll, you'll get faced. Um, mm. I think the most important thing is to stay true to who you are. Um, yeah. Because I think you don't want to, you know, when, when it talks about in the Bible that, you know, what's, what good is it if you gain the whole world, but you lose your soul? I think you need to have mm. that type of mindset when you're when you're in the industry that you know that you're doing it you're doing a job and you love it, but yeah. don't lose your mind and don't lose your soul just so you can you know just so you can kind of make it in the industry because that's not going to do you anything. Mm. Mm. That's quite interesting. So um, even in the in a faith based Christian based kind of um, actors or um, theatre production type circle, you still get kind of um, the usual kind of drama that you might get in the in the real world like yeah. in Hollywood or whatever yeah, like yeah, arguments definitely. fallouts and stuff yeah okay. definitely 
Interesting. Think, That's quite interesting. <laughs> just because we're we're Christians doesn't mean people don't clash. People have different different opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. People, yeah, people have you know have very different standings in terms of what they believe is right and what they believe is wrong. Um, mm. I've had my clashes with with different actors, um, mm. because you know sometimes when you're just rehearsing and rehearsing and rehearsing, you just just you know it, it one you you know when you're in a space with people for too long sometimes it's yeah. quite exhausting and draining you just all clash and you just feel like oh I've had enough like I can't do it everyone just kind of like you know explodes I've had those moments when we're rehearsing to like 4 5 a.m in the morning and I'm just like oh my gosh I've had wow a I know 5 a.m in the morning um, wow That's so like, one time I got home from rehearsals at 7 a.m oh my gosh and we started at 9 p.m Oh my gosh! Started at no, we started at seven p.m. Even we 7 started PM. at seven p.m. and I got home at seven. Yeah. That's insane. That's insane. absolutely insane. But, you know, when when the work needs to be done, you need to. It put needs to be it, done. You need to rest. <laughs> <laughs> People are paying. It's not to all glitz and glamour. And you can't. You it's can't not all glitz and glamour. It can't look rubbish. So you have to. You have to yeah. put in the hard work in order to have a good show. Uh, I guess that's the more of the story, isn't it? Um, yeah. to them. I mean, people see what they see on screens or in in theaters in in, in the production in small plays short films etc but yeah. they don't always see what happens behind the scenes yeah, exactly. they don't always see that exactly right? and um that's where the real hard work comes in yeah. behind the scenes yeah, and everyone comes to see the finished product but they don't actually see what goes on behind the scenes exactly. and that's typically the the industry isn't it yeah exactly and i think I think mm. in all creative industries that you go into, you will find um, you'll find that it's not all glitz and gamma. And the, an example that I remember is, I don't know if you um, ever watched, is it America's Next Top Model? I think it's America's, America's Next Top Model with um, <laughs> Naomi Campbell. Um, okay, yeah. And they have the challenge where they take them abroad. So they took, okay. oh no, it wasn't, it was with Tyra. With Tyra, Tyra Banks, Banks. Tyra yeah. Banks. Um, yeah. And so they made them, so they took them to Italy and they made them stay in like a like a really, really tiny cramped apartment with no air conditioning and all that kind of stuff. And so she was like, you know, I brought you here because I want you to have a real understanding of what the modeling industry is like, because mm. it won't be all glitz and glamour. You won't get to always stay in, in really, really nice hotels. Sometimes you'll be in really dingy apartments like this. Um, yeah. And so that's the same with all industries. And and, and, and I think with everything Thank in you. life, that yeah. sometimes the roads towards the top of the path to the top is very very bumpy it's very very kind of difficult and you just have to keep treading your way through i couldn't have said it any better it's a important lesson for life isn't it definitely fantastic okay so um before you kind of wrap this part of the show up um do you have anything in the pipeline that's kind of gone gone in focus because i know you did one play Mm. you know as ya santua's assistant yeah, so um, part of my series that I'll be releasing shortly, which we're, we're about to go into, right. we're about to go into film. I'm so excited about it, and um, we're about to go into film, um, filming very very soon. Um, nice. So yeah, so that that series, there's a bit of a Ghanaian focus there, um, and yes, I'm I'm working in terms of you know building a, a vision in terms of what do I see, um. What do I see, what value do I see that I can contribute to the to the um Ghanaian kind of um creative space in terms of plays and drama mm. and performing arts and mm. all that kind of stuff? So I'm currently mm. kind of doing a bit of a mind map, doing some brainstorming, speaking to people that I know 
are big in the industry um in in Ghana and um, one of my nice. mom's cousins is I don't know if you know John, of course you know John Zamello is one of my mom's um, cousins so you know speaking with him regularly to find out what's mm. going on in terms of what the industry looks like and just trying to find where I can fill the gaps because I think it's all good and well going there but you know in order to have an impact you need to be different and and really fill the gap people know that you're bringing value so I'll be working working on that so that's all that's all yeah I'm looking forward to it it's all 2021 when we're out of coronavirus it's all coming (laughs) (laughs) if we get out Uh, we have to (laughs) by force by By fire fire. I like that exactly by force by fire Uh, uh, (laughs) this, this coronavirus yeah by force by fire you have to get out there that sounds incredible. Um, I'm a fan of, you know, Ghanaian basing, even local Ghanaian productions. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm a big fan of that, especially when they're polished and they're professional and they have a good storyline to it. I'm yeah. all up for it. So yeah, yeah. we may have, have to get you back on the show after that done, after oh. that's done. So looking forward to that. I'll be honest to come back. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you. Okay. So just to uh, wrap up the show. Um, so this is my custom question I ask to all of my guests. Okay, I think you know what time it is. Um, <laughs> you're laughing. Guys, she's laughing right now. Um, oh. you, you can't see her because you're probably listening to this, but she's actually laughing right now. You should see her facial expression. Oh. But, um, so what's the sound of Accra to you? So, you know, when someone mentions the word Accra to you, what thoughts, feelings, vibes, attitudes go through your mind? I mean, what's what's the sound of Accra to you? What, what comes to mind? Do you know what the first thing I thought of? I thought of car horns beeping. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I thought. Oh, the sound of a traffic. Car. Traffic. traffic. <laughs> yeah, that was that was my initial, but no, that's um, that's yeah, initial that, one. That's yeah, that's my initial thought, but that's not what I think it is to me. Mm, um, okay. So in terms of the sound of a car, hmm, I think. I see it as a, it's kind of like a heartbeat. It's loads of different people's heartbeats coming together, um, mm. you know, with culture, with music, with sound, um, good vibes, positivity, good weather, all just coming together and, and being happy and grateful and gracious towards each other in, in, in a small space because a crowd's very small. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And it's, and, it's, <laughs> and it's a very kind of like tight-knit, circle in terms yeah. of people and everything so I think yeah. for me it's it's just it's just an amazing group of people all just coming together doing their thing living life being happy but also being kind and loving towards each other love it fantastic absolutely love it thank you for coming on the show oh, I really, really appreciate you coming on board um oh, before you. I, you're welcome <laughs> you're very welcome before I let you go, um, did you have any announcements and how can people connect with you online? Any announcements? Oh, um, yeah, I mean, wait, yeah, check out all my stuff, which is meant to be coming out this year. So in terms of um, the short film and um, full feature film that I'm going to be in, I'll share, you know, all this stuff on my socials and in terms of when the plays are allowed to be staged again. Um, so, yeah, I'll share all that stuff on social media when my series is released in terms of my mm-hmm. social media. Um, so on, I'm on Instagram. So my Instagram is at Kazlington. So that's Kaz, K-A-Z, Lington. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Everyone's wondering why that's my name. My government <laughs> name is Karen, but I don't use Karen anymore. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, that's the same on all my. So that's the same on Twitter. That's the same on Facebook. Um, what other social media are there? I don't even know. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> and then LinkedIn is just Karen Etan Minter. So yeah, that's pretty simple. That's just my name. So yeah. Awesome. Thanks. So as usual, guys, we'll have everything. Uh, linked out for you, written out for you, all the show notes from the show on thesoundofacrowd.com. Etanam, thank you very much for coming on the show. Thank you. It's been good. It's been cool. Great. And that's season one done, guys. Thank you for enjoying the ride and we'll be back for season two very soon. Thank you. Bye-bye, guys. Bye. So that was the season finale featuring Etanam Minter. I hope you all enjoy that episode and at the same time were inspired with the content of this uh, great show. Now, if you want the show notes, you already know what to do. Head over to thesoundofacrowd.com, smash the show notes button and you should be able to see all the details from the show on there. We've done all the hard work so you don't have to. Uh, feel free to connect with Etanam and uh, look out for her upcoming plays and performances, which she will announce as discussed in the show. Now, um, thank you all for listening to season one. Um, really appreciate you taking up the time to take value from this podcast series. Now, having said that, the only thing that can come next is season two. Now, we have a very strong guest list coming up for season two. It's going to be harder, faster, better, stronger, and much better uh, than season one. Expect some video interviews, expect some studio interviews, um, expect some really high quality content coming in the in the next season. Now, if you want to be part of season two, we do have some spaces left. Um, feel free to reach out to us on Instagram or LinkedIn or drop us an email as I love my emails, info at the sound of a craw, and we'll see what we can do. Okay, we can't guarantee anything, but we'll see what we can do. We have to make sure you're right for the show and right for our audience. Okay, and um, listen, if you've got some value from this season or any episode, please subscribe. Whatever podcast platform you're listening to this show on, subscribe on there. Leave us a review if you can. Um, drop me an email, drop us an Instagram or, or um, a LinkedIn message saying how you love the show. We would love to get some uh, some nice reviews and testimonials up on the site as well. And um, yes, we will catch you soon, God willing, in the coming months for a new action-packed season. Okay? Until then, for the very last time, I've been Adrian Daniels and this is the Sound of a Crowd podcast where we chat with colorful creatives and entrepreneurs from a Ghanaian background. Look after yourself, stay safe, take care, God bless and hope to catch you on the next one. Peace.